Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. <laughs> Hey chickens, it's back to Matt's Massive. <laughs> Why am I so amused by myself and my stupidity? Um, we've reached the end of series three of the new Doctor Who. Um, and uh, Matt's sad about Martha leaving. Uh, and we all know how that final episode ends. It's with the Titanic crashing into the TARDIS. Um, so on to Voyage of the Damned. Uh, which Matt says, this episode is very likely in the running as one of my favourite episodes of all time. But, oh no, there's a but. (gasps) It was a very good episode. Remember when there was like the trailer in the cinemas? Um, Matt says, on rewatching it, it's actually not the incredibly upbeat, happy, cheery Christmas story we think. No, it's on the Titanic, mate. (laughs) It's... It's the Poseidon Adventure in space. Like the original Poseidon Adventure, not the one with Fergie. Um, <laughs> which I went to see in the cinema and I was like, this is no good. Um, uh, uh, the body count for this story is inordinately high from the off with the very strong suggestion that the Doctor, Alonzo, Mr. Copper and Slade are the only survivors of the whole thing. There were hundreds the deaths of Foon and Morven cut deep as they were so lovable, but it's the unnecessary death of Astrid that feels out of place. Why couldn't she have a happy ending too? Um, I wonder, I wonder if Russell T. Davis inquired about whether Kylie would be available and willing to do a whole season as the companion. Just imagine, out there, somewhere in the multiverse is a world where Astrid was in the whole of season four in place of Donna. Tough choice. This is by far one of, if not the, best Christmas special ever. I mean, that is kind of a thing. Like, um, what? Like, I wonder if, like, Russell T. Davis watched the Poseidon Adventure, like, on TV at Christmas. 
or is the Titanic on? Because they have big movies like Christmas in the UK because everyone's trapped inside because it's freezing outside. Like it's a very different situation here in Australia. I know I've said that before. You know, we have barbecues, um, huge, huge queues at the fish markets in Sydney to get a prawn. Um, but uh, yeah, I wonder if that's the thing. Like, you know, maybe in Russell T Davis's head, like Christmas is for watching The Wizard of Oz, um, which I think was an annual thing, maybe The Sound of Music and something else. And also there'd be like a big blockbuster on around that time of the year as well. So in the 70s, I remember the big blockbusters that were on were like The Towering Inferno and The Poseidon Adventure and Earthquake and, you know, those big kind of huge movies. Um, So maybe in his head that's Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Blockbuster disaster movies and mince pies. Um, it's uh, it is great. Like the voyage of the damned is such a great episode. It's weird that it's a Christmas episode. I mean, they go down and they meet um, Wilfred, which is fun, uh, and it does have Kylie in it. Like it's one of the highest rating TV shows in Britain. Of all time, um, let alone like one of the highest rating episodes of Doctor Who. I think it is the highest rating episode of Doctor Who. Um, I mean, you know, putting Kylie in it is definitely going to get like everyone kind of excited. Uh, but yeah, I do also love Voyage of the Damned. I love that it's kind of riffing not only on the, you know, the the big crazy blockbuster action um disaster movie tropes uh oh by the way if you want to see a terrible disaster movie i can highly recommend pompeii with um john snow um i know that's not his name Uh, and Kiefer Sutherland um, as the bad guy, as the Billy Zane. Um, and, you, like, it's so fun. Like, it's, so Pompeii is, you know, it's about the, the, the eruption of Pompeii, of uh, Mount Vesuvius at a time when they didn't know that, um, you know, that such things happened because they thought that earthquake, like, because there, there'd been an earthquake a few years earlier and there'd been a lot of destruction, destruction and they didn't realise that the earthquake was going to also then possibly be related to an exploding mountain. Uh, But, um, you know, they thought the earthquakes were wind trapped under the earth. (laughs) Which, whenever I feel about, think about wind being trapped, all I can think about is, um, because I'm puerile. Uh, (laughs) There's wind trapped under the earth. The earth's trying to fart. Um, but, uh, yeah, like Pompeii is a terrible, terrible movie and it feels like it's been written by a template. (laughs) Someone's gone, okay, and now this is the bit where the Titanic gets flooded and everyone gets carried away and it's like, it's, it's molten lava that doesn't actually carry everyone away. So they just confect this weird thing where the, (laughs) there's a flood, the city floods, even though there's, it's weird. Um... Another thing that is kind of probably shocking if you know anything about Pompeii is like 80% of the people who lived there got out. Like the people who died was like that. Most people escaped from Pompeii. Um, Anyway, hardly anyone escaped from Voyage of the Damned. It is bleak. Also the fact that, you know, the 
the bad guy survives. It's like, oh, no, not the bad guy. And it's got Jeffrey Palmer in it, who is adorable. He's the captain. It's just, you know, Voyage of the Damned is fun. Um, so this, I don't know why I went on to the Pompeii tangent. That's this podcast. That's how it works. Uh, so Matt has uh, summed up season three and says, what a season. It really felt like everyone was throwing everything they had at it this time around. Again, there's a mix of the forgettable. He says, sorry, Gridlock, Lazarus and 42. I like Gridlock. And I like the bits of Lazarus with Martha's family and and I, I kind of like 42 because it's, you know, straightforward. Um, and Matt says there's those that will be remembered as additions to the pantheon of all-time classics, Blink and Human Nature and Family of Blood. And he says it was always going to be a tough job to replace Billy Piper's Rose. But I've got to say, I think I loved Martha even more. Uh, whilst they kind of continued the idea of the companion being besotted with the Doctor, she seemed much more independent and capable of striking out on her own. And it's a real pity she left at this point. However, as with my little dalliance with fantasy in Voyage of the Damned earlier, had either Kylie or Freema stuck around, we'd have paid the price in the form of not having Donna. But that's for another time. Um, yeah, I, I did also love Martha. And I thought it was a mistake... And I guess that's, you know, kind of... They painted themselves into a corner there. Well, Russell T. Davis, because he's kind of like... you know, take responsibility for everything. So he can also take blame. But I feel like the writing her as in love with the Doctor was kind of a mistake. Because it just felt... You know, like, Rose had an ulterior motive for going with... um, the ninth doctor, which was, you know, she realized she could do something about her dad dying until she couldn't. Um, and I guess, you know, the thought was, well, Martha will need an ulterior motive for going with the doctor as well. Um, and it was that she was in love with him and he couldn't return that those feelings. And I that's kind of an interesting dynamic, but it's it just didn't feel like it was enough to sustain for the whole series. Um, And it kind of sort of petered out and she ended up getting a bit sidelined by, you know, I mean, Jack comes along and that's like a whole conversation. I really enjoyed that discussion with the doctor and Jack about what's going on with Martha. Um, Also not feeling like she, like her feeling like she doesn't live up to, who Rose is um, was also great, but yeah, it's it's kind of like yeah, we're we're mentioning how you have really big shoes to fill in the show, but then also you have really big shoes to fill. <laughs> and yeah, I felt like you know the 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 course correction that they make when. Donna is just like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going there. Like when the doctor says, I want to make, you're not mating with me, sweetheart. Um, <laughs> that scene goes and, you know, it's just, they're just good mates. And I feel like that Martha would have been better served by that kind of a storyline rather than the unrequited love that uh, goes on. But, you know, we've all been there. We've all suffered that tragedy of, being in love with someone who just doesn't feel the same or the other way around. Like when it's someone who's kind of in love with you and you're like, Oh, I really like you and I'm really good mates, but you know, that's not like, I just don't feel that way about you. 
Anyway, we will continue uh, on in the next episode. I've got a top ten, so please keep your top tens coming in, and then we'll head back to Matt's Matt's missive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.